0: Good evening, everyone, and live from the voting booth, or maybe it's a tape delay, (laughs) it's the 4th and (laughs) Inches
1: Show with Jana and the Sherpa. Jana, how are you? i got to say, people really missed out on the last 25 minutes of us just vamping, seeing if this was going to go live, because it was supposed to start at 8. And we we got some good content people missed out on. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, it was like filling for a rain delay or something, but it you know, was. Technical delay, it was good. But, but, we brought our A game so, here. <laughs> but uh, back to I'm the. Still, I'm still, I'm still
1: recovering again. from the Cowboys Eagles game. Uh, my family has begun its twice yearly disowning of me, as they are all Eagles fans, and I am a very well, vocal, a not Eagle fan. I mean, they're feeling a lot better now, but it was pretty touch and go if I was going to be on this planet a whole lot longer as that fourth quarter went on. <laughs> thought they were going to
0: say you'd be sleeping out in the garage or something.
1: I don't even know if I'd be allowed on the property. I mean, what longer are you going to do? I was just when you grow up as a a, a young tyke and you see, you know, the the triplets and the Super Bowls. It's just, it's all good. I I wasn't into, you know throwing batteries at Santa Claus. Does that make me a bad person? No.
0: Yeah.
1: It's, how are, it's funny, how are you doing after... Uh, you know, neither
0: one of us or Billy Eagles tomorrow, Yeah, it's not so, good. Uh, but, uh, I
1: mean, yours may, anyway. at least makes a little more sense. But how are you doing after uh, the the tale that was of the Giants this week? Are you? How do you feel about oh, Tommy DeVito? <laughs>
0: um. I'm, instead of thinking about Tommy DeVito, I'm thinking about who I'm going to take if I'm the Giants general manager with my top five draft pick, which I'm pretty certain the Giants will qualify for. So well, my thing is everybody thinks, oh, Daniel Jones is a bum. we got to get rid of him. In my mind, I think what I would do is instead of Daniel Jones, if he were available when the Giants pick, because, well, I know they could have the first pick in the draft. Yeah, right. I might be tempted to go with Marvin Harrison. Junior or oh. the third? I'm not sure. He
1: is I the think leader. it's a junior. He's a he's a junior. He's
0: setting. a junior. He is a junior, or at least we think he's still a junior. Well I guess he'd still be a junior even if he had kids. The kids would be the third, True. not him. But True. anyway, unless they discovered a long lost father who was still alive, but that would be weird. But anyway I mean I would I think Carl has like, a weird life. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, he's dynamic. I, I think he I'd is, rather
0: take him and give changer. Daniel Jones and say, okay, this is your last chance, you know, and here we've given you this presumably all-world, you know, wide receiver, mm-hmm. this future all-pro wide receiver, you know, go make hay with him for a year. And if that doesn't work out, then, you know, we'll go find a quarterback, you know, the following year then. But I know if they have a high enough draft pick, the, the, you know, people will be clamoring for the, to. For them to take Caleb Williams or someone, but I think as much of a yeah. UFC fan and Caleb Williams fan as I am, I'd rather sit in the wide receiver. But anyway, uh, TMI for my uh, giant uh, things. But uh, anyway, okay, okay. She asked and I, I took the bait.
1: We're working. We're all working through it. The NFC East was a tough one this week. Also, bad time to be anyone's Achilles tendon. I guess except maybe Aaron Rodgers. It was a bad week for injuries we got a lot of those coming up. And now that we are actually live, thank you, Blog Talk Radio, for getting your your collective issues together. We'll be with you for an hour, giving you all the news, notes, injuries, waiver wire picks, daily fantasy picks, who to start, who to sit, game predictions, a little bit of everything. We're gonna we're gonna get you covered every every which way to Sunday for your dynasty, your season long, your daily fantasy. We've got all of your leagues covered. If you just wanna talk trash at the water cooler, we got you covered there too. You can find us uh, all week long, all over social media. We're on Facebook at the Fantasy Football Sherpa Fan Page. We're on Twitter or slash X at the Number Four T H N Inches Show. That's the Number Four T H N Inches Show. You can find us at J K I M One Six and Fantasy Underscore Sherpa. You can figure out who's who there. Uh, you can also email us at the Number Four T H N Inches Show at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Just you know. Beat us this weekend for playing us, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> and if you missed any of this, it, this lovely episode, you're tuning in late. You you got, you know, the, the tech gremlins that tried to take down Blog Talk Radio, had you starting late, whatever. You need some company on your drive. It's the holidays. You're all over the place. You can find us anywhere you find your favorite podcast, all 200-plus episodes of it, 14 years of this shenanigan which we were just talking about. Maybe one day we'll give you a retrospective. There's been some good stuff along the way. <laughs> but in the meantime. I'm not sure it would age well, but we can look at all of it would, right. It's been a long time since I picked the Falcons to win a football game. So we'll see. Maybe this week will be the week, but I don't think it is. I doubt it. Um, we, <laughs> we do have four teams not on a, a bye line, because – yeah. <laughs> not to spoil all the fun, but like also I'm not gonna pick them. To I think you have a greater <laughs> chance of
0: picking the teams on bye this week than you do with picking the Falcons, a hundred
1: percent chance, yeah. Yeah. Even with Taylor Heineke, I'm not feeling good about this. Um, but I, I tried. I tried, I really did, couldn't get there. Uh we do have the Chiefs are on a bye, Travis Kelsey's apparently in Argentina. Uh the Rams on a bye. Hopefully Matt Stafford's thumb is healing, the Dolphins are on a bye. I'm I'm just sorry we all aren't going to get any more German press conferences from Mike McDaniels, and the Eagles are also on a bye, so they can bask in their glory of terribly played football. We all can, I guess. Carson Wentz. <sighs> Carson Wentz? Rams now. Back in the NFL, going to the Rams. Uh, I suspect it will not be Baker Mayfield-esque, but you never know. And also, Joshua Dobbs did – the unbelievable this week, C.J. Stroud did the unbelievable this week. I mean, Joshua Dobbs had never taken a first-team snap with the Vikings, and they won a football game. Does that? I, I mean, no, does that, is... that show any any better depth of like who you actually have as quarterback in this system is not super important, or is Josh Dobbs a genius? Which I think it might be both.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was, well, we were we were partially right. We predicted that the Vikings quarterback would have a big game last week uh, unfortunately we did we just I didn't know would it would be Jared Hall and it turned out to be yeah. Joshua Dobbs <laughs> but hey for the Vikings I'm Surprise. happy today. So this week uh, yeah,
1: Joshua Dobbs is the guy I guess
0: for, for, uh, yeah. for his, uh, he stays healthy I hope
1: he introduces himself to his offensive line and like a receiver or two in the meantime I mean he literally didn't know people's names and still won a football game you got to respect that just Stroud threw for a million yards. I mean, there was a lot of good football. There was a lot of bad football this week. We we got both ends of it, I think. But, unfortunately, yeah. there were some injuries. <laughs> Everybody's favorite time of the show. But with four teams on by, we'll hopefully streamline this just a little bit. We'll start in Arizona of the now-Joshua Dobb-less Cardinals. Um Allegedly Kyler Murray is gonna a start this tune week. Now. Yeah. <laughs> uh he's he's practicing, he's activated off the the pup list. He's allegedly ready to play. I mean, no one was real fired up about old Clayton Toon last week, unfortunately. Um, but nobody knows what we're gonna get. No idea if he's gonna be good, bad, indifferent, so he's healthy ish. Um Worth noting, one good piece of news for the Cardinals, because I'm not entirely sure the Kyler Murray thing is, James Conner is uh, ready to go, excited to get back from IR. It looks like we're thinking we got a chance of seeing him soon from that knee injury. Very excited about that. Uh, and they did did lose one of their offensive linemen, DJ Humphreys. He's dealing with an ankle injury. They're saying it's not serious, but he's questionable going into the weekend. And lost one of their cornerbacks. Most of their secondary is on the injury report, but not quite as bad as some. We'll get to the Texans in a little bit. Uh,
0: Wilson, too, yeah. right? And yeah. yeah. They've got a lot of uh, it, guys there's,
1: there's a lot of bad going on in Arizona here. A lot. <laughs> if you're looking for offense, this is not the game. Um, another team that is struggling for offense and struggling in general and that is the Atlanta Falcons (laughs) Uh, wide receiver Matt Collins is questionable he is dealing with an ankle injury and it seems pretty serious Uh, allegedly this is what Arthur Smith is the most concerned about injury wise on the injury report this week so uh, I wouldn't pencil him into your lineups doesn't sound like he's on the right track here However, wide receiver Drake London looks like he is. I know, it's just disgusting. But, hey, you know, if the season ended today, entire divisions would be going to the playoffs. It's a weird world. (laughs) Unfortunately, the Falcons are not in London, but Drake London looks like he is going to play this week. He's been dealing with a groin injury, didn't play last week. Again, proceed with caution, soft tissue injuries that have lasted a couple weeks. Maybe not the safest bet, but we are in dire need of some human healthy players. So also keep an eye on the defense here, very banged up, particularly uh, cornerback D. Alford, a couple of linebackers, the walking wounded is basically what it looks like. You can say that about a lot of defenses right now. One defense you really can't say it about is the Baltimore Ravens, though. They are going to be potentially without cornerback Kaymon Seymour. He's dealing with a shoulder injury. They're calling it day-to-day. There's no structural damage. It's a pain tolerance issue. I imagine he's going to play this week as it's trending right now. Um, but beyond that, we've got a couple of guys dinged up. Uh, safety here, cornerback there. Ravens are pretty healthy going into into Browns week. So we'll see how that matchup plays out going into Buffalo healthy is not how you would describe pretty much anything, especially this defense, pretty much every linebacker that's on the roster is also on the injury report. Um, They're also probably going to be without cornerback Christian Benford. He's dealing with a leg injury that knocked him out of the game last week. Micah Hyde uh, was knocked out of the game with a stinger. He's questionable going into this week. Keep an eye on that. Uh, It's, It's tough to be the Buffalo Bills defense. They will literally let anyone play now. Josh Norman's out there. Everyone's here. Uh, (laughs) The Panthers uh, also dealing with quite a few injuries, more so on the offensive side of the ball. Wide receivers in particular, LaVisca Chenault, is dealing with an ankle injury. He's not practicing today. Very questionable going into this weekend. C.J. Chark is not practicing today. Uh, he's dealing with an elbow injury. Again, very questionable going into the weekend. And in those deep, deep, deep leagues, I know you're all worried about tight end Stephen Sullivan, also not practicing with a shoulder injury. I'm the only crazy person that has this many Panthers tight ends on a roster, but here we are. Uh, on the other side of the ball, linebacker Brian Burns and quarterback C.J. Henderson, both names to keep an eye on, both in the concussion protocol, not looking great. One piece of good news is cornerback J.C. Horn is making good progress. He's still a week or two away, but it looks like they're going to start at some point getting a little healthier. He's been on IR with a hamstring injury. So there is some good news coming down the pike, but a little rough for the Panthers this week. Yesterday it looked like we had a chance of seeing Justin Fields on the field this week for the Bears. Uh, He's still dealing with that dislocated thumb Still having a little trouble holding the football. He was at practice. It was limited. Uh, He is very doubtful going into the short week. They're playing on Thursday. Um, It does not look like he's going to be out there. Tyson Bajant going to be your starter. I think maybe another week. Yeah, unfortunately not on the field fields. And they are maybe going to get running back Khalil Herbert back. Uh, Still... Still practicing, dealing with an ankle injury that's kept him on IR for the last couple of weeks, but he was a full participant today of practice, so hopefully we were trending in the right direction. They also opened the practice window for wide receiver Equiminius St. Brown, a.k.a. Amon Ross St. Brown's brother, son of former Mr. World. Um, looks like he's got a chance to come back maybe this week, if not next week, so that's a nice one if you have him stashed in your lineup. And linebacker Tremont Edmonds is day-to-day with a knee injury. Again, that's a big force on that defense, so keep an eye on that. If you're deciding, maybe I want to stream this this defense, I'd see if he's going to play or not first. In Cincinnati... That's a really interesting um,
0: combination that they have there between Equininius St. Brown's uh, dad being a you know, Mr. Uh, World and uh, Tyson Bajan's father being a, like a champion arm wrestler.
1: That is actually true. And Tyson's agent was saying, like, hey, if this quarterback thing didn't work out, I was just going to, like, do CrossFit for the rest of my life. That's, like, a very physically fit organization right now. It's a lot going on there. A lot yeah, a there. very
0: injured organization, but,
1: yeah, And I wonder if the two are connected. But, you know, I, it's something to look into. Um, they don't have any torn Achilles, though, so I guess they're doing better than most. Uh, the Bengals <laughs> are doing better than most. Uh, according to every analyst this week who's decided they're now going to the Super Bowl. Um, Their biggest issue is Jamar Chase is dealing with a back injury. No one seems to want to get any kind of serious answer on how potentially questionable he is. I'm sure he's going to try to play. I don't love what it sounds like so far, so keep an eye on that as the week goes on. In Cleveland, on the other side of that divisional matchup, uh cornerback Cameron Mitchell was placed on IR with hamstring injury uh they lost a couple of defensive ends as well so that the defense is a little banged up um keep an eye on some of these deeper wide receivers like the Marquise Goodwins of the world they're also questionable going into this week uh it is in fact Ravens week so everyone should be out there but we'll see what happens um the Cowboys pretty healthy uh, egos, maybe not so much this week. However, Leighton Vander Ash still on IR with that neck injury. There is still no timetable for his return. It seems more and more likely it's not going to be this year. Um, so that the linebacking core is not getting stronger. The defense is getting more injured by the day. But in Denver... Didn't they just um, find Martavius uh, Bryant, too? They did. Martavius Bryant, who has not played in the NFL for many years put him on the practice squad, which, lookably, we already have wide receivers we don't throw to in Brandon Cooks and Michael Gallup, so I'm not really sure what adding another wide receiver to the equation is going to do, but, I mean, I oh, don't know why we need a Trey Lance either. It should
0: be a limiting factor. Yeah. I mean, the Giants signed Matt Barclay to be their quarterback, you know, backup quarterback, and I don't think he's taken a snap in three years. Yeah. I Carson mean, it's Wentz like, played. Somewhat recently. But Matt Barkley, I don't think it's even Not well. been in a game in three years.
1: Yeah. And we have a league where ten rookie quarterbacks have started games this year. What a time to be alive. Colin
0: Kaepernick <laughs> is still, yeah,
1: yeah I don't understand uh, that one. That else. dude's still in shape, like really good shape. He could play football today. Probably better than Jimmy Garoppolo is doing it, but they didn't ask me, I guess.
0: <laughs> or Taylor.
1: <laughs> <Hattie sighs> or Desmond Ritter. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's a lot of places that this would make a lot more sense, but you know, I guess they didn't call us. (laughs) No. Uh, Moving on to the Broncos. The best thing I can say about them is they didn't put anyone new on injury report this week. So Broncos are still Broncoing, do your thing. Let's ride, whatever. Uh, In Detroit... We have a chance of a David Montgomery sighting this week. My fantasy team will be very excited about that. I'm sure yours is as well. Uh, He is trending towards a return from the rib injury that's kept him out the last couple of weeks. Uh, Bi-week usually makes things right. So here's hoping. The Packers dealing with some injuries, in particular wide receiver Christian Watson. He's dealing with back and chest injuries, but not a concussion, despite what it looked like. So they're monitoring his progress. He is questionable. Um, I'm going to tell you not to start them in a little while. We'll see what Sherba thinks. Also, uh, they are going to be without one of their defensive tackles. Kenny Clark suffered a shoulder injury. Doesn't look like he's going to play this week. And keep an eye on linebacker Quay Walker as well. So that defense looks like a good streaming option, but also a little banged up. The Texans win the prize for the most players on the injury report today at 23. <laughs> um they are going to be without tackle Hassan Ridway, who also tore his Achilles tendon. He's on IR. Um, MJ Stewart, one of their safeties, not going to play. He's dealing with shoulder injury. Taimi Fairbass, the kicker who left at halftime, he's going to miss three to four weeks with a string quad. I hope you all saw backup running back Dare Umba. <laughs> <laughs> go right. I can't ever say that. There we go. Um, a couple of nice kickoffs and a very nice field goal. I mean, good for him. So, not sure who's going to be doing the kicking this week.
0: Uh, Dominican two out there.
1: Oh, well, how good was that? I feel like we need more people who are not kickers kicking. There needs to be more of that. That is probably something the world could use as a whole. So, Kaimi Fairbath, not going to kick this week. Not entirely sure who will I would like it to still be a position player. This is my position player pitching moment in the NFL, and I love it. Uh, Friend of the show, Bobby Trees, a.k.a. Robert Woods, not practicing with a foot injury. Damian Pierce not practicing with an ankle injury. He also did not play Sunday. They say he's questionable. I don't know if I'm buying it just yet. Tight end Brevin Jordan's not practicing with a foot injury. Safety Jimmy Ward got knocked out last week with a hamstring injury. He's questionable, but... One tiny shining bit of good news besides the fact that all three of their centers are injured, so not really sure how that's going to go. Um, but one good thing, quarterback Derek Stingley Jr., member of my dynasty team, is designated to return from the injured hamstring and was limited at practice today. Not necessarily going to play this week, but he's coming back. Thank goodness. Um yeah. Yeah, I, I got something going. Still don't have any tight ends, but it's fine. Uh, Colts. Colts still dealing with some injuries. Uh, biggest names here, uh, linebackers, Ayer Franklin, who did not play last week. They Supposedly he was close. Uh, he's got a good chance of playing this week. He's dealing with a knee injury end Andrew Ogletree is questionable. He was knocked out of the game with a foot injury. He is not currently practicing. Uh, wide receiver Josh Downs was knocked out with a knee injury. Also questionable, cornerback Tony Brown was knocked out of the game. He had a head injury. Uh, he's in concussion protocol. end Jelani Woods is getting closer to coming back from IR, but he's not there yet. So we'll see at 9.30 on Sunday morning over in Germany what it's going to look like. But they're they're certainly a little banged up. In Jacksonville, wide receiver Zay Jones, unfortunately, on the injury report every week. He is allegedly day-to-day. According to Doug Peterson, he's dealing with a knee injury. Um, But they haven't ruled out placing him on IR, which doesn't instill me with a whole heck of a lot of confidence that he's going to play this week if we're thinking about putting the man on IR. And it's, what, Wednesday? Not good. So keep an eye on that. Chiefs are on a bye this week, so we're not going to worry too much about them. Uh, The Raiders are firing their whole coaching staff. Antonio Pierce is there. We've got the practice squad guys all on the sideline dressed and guys smoking cigars in the locker room. It's a whole new world. Um, They are potentially going to be without cornerback Marcus Peters. He was knocked out of the game on Sunday with a knee injury. So he's questionable going into the weekend, as are most of their linebackers and their offensive linemen. So do with that information what you will. It is still the Raiders, despite what happened last week. Um, Chargers put wide receiver Joshua Palmer on IR this week. He uh, is dealing with an injury. He's going to be done. Unfortunately, the Chargers' injury at wide receiver woes just keep piling up. The Rams are on a bye this week, but worth noting that, A, they signed Carson Wentz, B, um, they're hoping that Stafford will be back from the thumb injury after the bye week, but also by car- signing Carson Wentz that maybe doesn't say the same thing as Sean McVay saying in his press conference. And running back Kyron Williams is hoping to return from IR for week 12 from his knee injury. So if you have him stashed, that's your target. Uh, Dolphins also want to buy, but a couple things to note there, that Jalen Waddle is – in a good spot with his knee injury, sore. I mean, you got on a plane and came back from Germany. I would imagine, yes, you are. Running back Devon Achan is so far progressing so well from his knee injury. It looks like he's going to be eligible to turn off IR after the bye week, and wide receiver River Craycraft also likely going to be activated off IR next week from his shoulder injury. The Vikings, unfortunate recipients of two torn Achilles over the last couple of weeks. Kirk Cousins is on IR. He has had successful surgery to repair the torn Achilles tendon. And then Cam Akers went out and tore his left Achilles tendon, which is not the same Achilles tendon that almost torpedoed Sherpa's fantasy season, not just two years ago. Um, That was the right one. Now this is the left one. So I guess the doctor's office where everyone is rehabbing is getting very crowded. Wide receiver KJ Osborne had a scary moment, uh, was carted off the field after taking a big hit. He's in the concussion protocol. Very unlikely we see him on the field this week. Tight T.J. Hawkinson is going to try to play through a rib injury. That will be a game-time decision. Quarterback Jaron Hall is also in the concussion protocol. Um, he is not going to get out of the protocol this week. And quarterback Nick Mullins is designated to return from IR most likely this week. So he could potentially be the quarterback. Uh, maybe – I, I don't really know where we're going to end up here, but – Someone's going to play quarterback for the Vikings, and it's it's going to be Josh Dobbs forever, I guess. Good for him. Uh, but also, Justin Jefferson is deciding whether or not they're going to designate him to return from IR this week for the hamstring injury. Seems kind of silly, too, at this point, but we'll see. Keep an eye on that for your lineups. In New England, wide receiver Devontae Parker still in the concussion protocol. He was limited today. He did not play last week after that big, big hit. Uh, Not looking great for this week, but, again, keep an eye on him come Sunday. It's an early game. Saints running back Keandre Miller is questionable. He sprained his ankle this week. Uh, They're not sure how severe it is. I would suspect we don't see very much, if at all, of him come this weekend. Alvin Kamara is a man on fire right now anyway in New York, as we alluded to Daniel Jones is done for the year. He tore his ACL on his right knee and Tyrod Taylor is still dealing with a rib cage injury. They're not sure if he's going to play at all this season. He's staying on IR for now. So Tommy DeVito of North Jersey is going to be getting his first start as a New York giant. That's going to go great for him in Dallas. Uh, Cornerback Adoree Jackson, also questionable. He's in concussion protocol. Tight end Darren Waller went on IR with a hamstring injury. Kicker Graham Ganneau is on IR. He's having surgery on his left knee, not coming back this season. Tackle Evan Neal is dealing with a sprained ankle. He's questionable coming into this week. It is not great for the Giants right now, and I'm very sorry, Sherpa. In the other side of town in New York, uh, Jets Aaron Rodgers, seems to think he's coming back in six weeks. This is just chaos and crazy. Um, in slightly better news, tackle Dwayne Brown is designated a return from IR, which is good for the survival of Zach Wilson. The Eagles are on a bye, but just keep an eye on the fact that tight end Dallas Goddard hit uh, IR. He is going to have surgery to repair a fractured forearm, probably going to be out four weeks. And center Cam Juergens is going to be designated to return from IR after the bye week. So he he's going to be back. That'll be a good thing for them. Steelers, not sure if they're going to have safety Minka Fitzpatrick this week. He is improving from that hamstring injury. It's going to be touch and go. It'll be game-time decision. Um, however, they will be without a couple of their linebackers, in particular Cole Holcomb, who was put on IR with a knee injury his season's done. In San Francisco, they have an awful lot of players coming back from IR, which is excellent for them, especially on the defensive side of the ball. They're getting back a couple of defensive ends, cornerbacks. Uh, They are maybe going to be without wide receiver Debo Samuel, though. He is still dealing with a shoulder injury. Um, He was practicing, didn't appear to have any limitations, but see how that goes this week. In Seattle, linebacker Drake Thomas is uh, on IR with a knee injury. Running back DJ Dallas is pretty sore after a shoulder injury, but he's likely not going to miss any time. Running back Kenny McIntosh was not activated off IR last week. They thought maybe he was going to, so potentially this week he may come back from his knee injury. And they are likely going to be without linebacker Derek Hall for a while. He re-aggravated a shoulder injury during the game on Sunday and may miss some time. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, pretty healthy. Love that for them. A uh, couple, couple of guys in the secondary, a little questionable, but the smallest injury report in the league right now, so good for them. Titans wide receiver, Traylon Trey, Burks, is questionable. He is super concussed, very unlikely to play this week. We all saw that. That was a big hit. That was bad. Quarterback Ryan Tannehill is going to be the backup quarterback. He's still coming off that ankle injury. Willaves is going to be the starter moving forward so good on him, and their secondary also a little banged up. Out in Washington, the Commanders are potentially going to be without Curtis Samuel again. Wide receiver missed last week with a toe injury, and it doesn't look like it's improving a whole heck of a lot, and they put center Ricky Stromberg on IR with a knee injury. That's not great for them. They were already down a couple of offensive linemen, so we have finally made it to the end of the injury report. Is there anyone left on the waiver wire that I can pick up to the massive holes that these bi and injuries have left on our our rosters. Possibly. Anyone left? Okay, all right. I feel yeah.
0: marginally better about this. Good. Um, we'll start with the running backs. The options that I'm most interested in this week would be Devin Singletary um, with Houston, Zach Charbonnet with Seattle. Um, Joshua Kelly, Latavius Murray, and uh, Keaton Mitchell, who uh, looks like he could um, be getting some runs. He had, on a, that had a real with nice week. The, uh, Ravens. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I just cut him last week to pick up a, a kicker you did. you know, who didn't have a bye week. So <laughs> this week, is going to so, make you hate kickers so,
1: even more than you already do. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, that was stupid. For, usually I just figure, oh, I'll take a, an O for the one week I lose. A kicker but here I outsmarted my and it wasn't even for that week. I went out and got one for the following week because we had a really <laughs> good matchup and so now I Yeah. I, I cut Keith and Mitchell to pick up a kicker and now I'm kicking myself for oh, no.
1: that. I'm so sorry. So anyway, those <laughs> sorry, guys,
0: uh Singletary, Charbonnet, Kelly, Murray, Mitchell are my um preferred running back options this week, uh some others, um just Hill, Also, if, if you want to, if you want to bet on a Ravens running back, there isn't Keaton Mitchell. Some other guys I like, but uh, don't like the matchups this week. Or uh, Tajai Spears, uh, Antonio Gibbs, Keanu Elliott, uh, Jaleel McLaughlin, Rashawn Johnson, and Jamal Williams.
1: Okay. Yeah, there's there's some decent options out there. It's better than hey. I thought. Mm-hmm.
0: Moving on to wide receivers, uh, K.J. Osborne would have been a recommended uh, pickup if it weren't for the injury. But some guys that I do like uh, this week who are not injured, at least not yet, are uh, Quentin Johnston with uh, the Chargers, uh, Khalil Shakir, Josh Reynolds, and Michael Gallup, who the Cowboys seem to have rediscovered a little bit. Uh, Yeah, like did he just reintroduce himself
1: to the team or what? Like, what happened?
0: (laughs) Uh, Jonathan Mingo, also a decent option. And uh, some guys that I I like generally but not their matchups this week would include Demario Douglas, uh, Curtis Samuel, Wondale Robinson, Elijah Moore, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Jaden Reed.
1: Okay, okay. I like Elijah Moore. I don't know if I love him this week, but I like him overall. Yeah, apparently
0: you like them more than the Jets did, but uh,
1: yeah, I might not this is true. much. It's not, the okay. bar is low.
0: The <laughs> quarterbacks, uh, Gardner Minshew still on my list of recommended pickups, still not owned by a lot of people. Uh, it's uh, kind of hard to only throw for 100 and some yards when your team wins by as much as his team did last week, but uh, uh I guess that speaks uh, to their running game strength rather than his uh, fantasy value. But anyway, I'm willing to roll the dice on him again this week at New England. Uh, Joshua Dobbs, everybody, you know, think what he could do actually knowing who his uh, teammates are and with a week of practice under his belt, the first team. And uh, uh, Taylor Heineke, um, also a potential start option for this week. Um, Some others. That uh, you may want to consider Baker Mayfield, Bryce Young Kenny Pickett, Zach Wilson And Aiden O'Connell And some other mm-hmm. options are available But I would prefer Not to start them this week Would be uh, Russell Wilson Mac Jones And uh, Tommy DeVito cough, cough.
1: <sighs> <sighs> When Pickens We're going to the Tommy DeVito point of the show
0: <laughs> Yeah Probably in the 32-team league that starts two quarterbacks each week. Yeah. If you're time to, you know,
1: really, our, our condolences for those of you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um,
0: tight end-wise, uh, preferred options this week, um, Jonu Smith, Gerald Everett, Kate Otten, Kylan Branson, and Irv Smith, Jr., some other options that uh, aren't bad: uh, Tyler Conklin, and then further down the list, some guys that I like, but not necessarily the matchups this week are Hunter Henry, Luke Westgrave, Chigaconquell, Michael Mayer, and Daniel Bellinger. Okay, I can I can work
1: with that. And then uh,
0: looking at some defenses that you might want to uh, pick up. This week, if you're the streaming sort, um, Chicago matchup tomorrow night against Carolina, Tampa Bay against Tennessee, Seattle home versus Washington, Atlanta on the road at Arizona, Las Vegas hosting the New York team for the second time in a row, um, Tennessee, Minnesota, they Green Bay, Carolina, <laughs> and Indianapolis. Yeah.
1: Sorry, what was that? Yeah. I said just that they want another New York team. I don't think it's going to go quite as well for them this week.
0: Um, I don't either, but uh, stranger things have yeah. happened. So.
1: This is true. So,
0: speaking this as, is uh, very true. get into some uh, position recommendations?
1: Yeah, yeah, let's do it. All right.
0: Okay, how about running back? Uh, who's at the top of your list
1: this week? The I imagine option? ours will look pretty similar. Um, I have Christian McCaffrey at the top, followed very closely by Austin Eckler and very closely by Travis Etienne. Alvin Kamara sneaking in and Jonathan Taylor rounding out the top five. I mean, you could throw those five names in a hat and I'd be pretty okay with any of the outcomes. Uh, Saquon Barkley checking in at six, Brees Hall, uh, Tony Pollard, Kenneth Walker, III, I, I, and Joe Mixon rounding out the top ten here.
0: I actually have uh, Tony Pollard at the very top of my list. You'll be glad to know. Of course, they will probably have something <laughs> to do with the opponent this week. But, uh, more that is
1: possible. It. Yeah, <laughs> it's possible.
0: <laughs> Jonathan Taylor, Joe Mixon, Austin Eckler, Kenneth Walker, III. I, I. Um, whoever starts for the Lions this week, hopefully David Montgomery, but if not, Jameer Gibbs, Travis Etienne, mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey. John Robinson and Gus Edwards rounding out in my top ten. Um, honorable mentions to Bruce Hall, James Cook, Chuba Hubbard, Alexander Madison, and uh, Devin Singletary. Okay, all right, I
1: can I can work with that. Um, I have Jalen Warren at the from? top. Uh, Jalen Warren's at the top of my list. Quite frankly, I don't I don't love a lot about that Packers Steelers game. So you'll hear a few other names as we go. Um, I also. Ugh, here we go. Damian Pierce, uh, more so I don't think he's all that healthy, and I think that Devin Singletary proved pretty pretty worthwhile last week, so I'm not taking a flyer there. Kareem Hunt, I don't know if there's going to be enough of a workload. Latavius Murray, Miles Sanders, Samajay P. Ryan, Justice Hill, Rico Dottle, uh, Roshan Johnson, and Keaton Mitchell. I like him, but I don't love him this week.
0: Okay, I've got Saquon Barkley at the top of my avoid list.
1: Wow.
0: Derek That's Henry, funny. Josh Jacobs, Ryan Robinson, uh, the Ramondra-Stevenson-Ezekiel Elliott combo, Javante Williams, Aaron Jones, the Khalil-Herbert-Rashawn Johnson combo, the Jerome Ford-Kareem Hunt combo, and Tajay Spears. Uh, staying away from all those guys. Uh, dishonorable yeah. mention to the Amari-De Mercado-James Conner combo in Arizona.
1: That's well, nice food. Oh, I like a lot of combos today. I, I have no idea yeah. what to make of that Arizona team. This I haven't eaten any fast
0: food recently, so I just, it's not like <laughs> my mind
1: Oh, God. Uh, how about wide receivers? Who do you liking this week?
0: Um, it may shock you to hear that CeeDee Lamb is at the top of my list. If you're sensing wow. a team area, Wow. Wow. <laughs> Simone Ross St. Brown checking in at number two for me this week. Stephon Diggs, Jamar Chase if he's healthy, Keenan Allen, Nico Flowers. Um, not Nico. Um, why am I saying Flowers? Nico Flowers?
1: Yeah. Pardon. Zay Flowers.
0: No, um, I I actually meant uh, Nico Collins. Um, oh yeah, because that's,
1: that that's how we know.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know why. Oh, God. <laughs> the name Butcher is back. I could pronounce Uggenbowale uh, okay, but I can't yeah. pronounce uh, Collins correctly, apparently,
1: <laughs> or uh, Connor.
0: No, it is Connor. I guess it could be worse. It, it could worse be time. worse. <laughs> so, anyway, Keenan Allen, Nico Collins, DK Metcalf, uh, the Justin Jefferson if he's healthy, Jordan Addison, if he is, and Michael Pittman, and Zay Flowers did make the top ten, but just a little
1: slow hey. down on
0: the list than uh, Nico Collins, formerly known as Flowers.
1: There so, you go. I like and, it.
0: <laughs> and uh, honorable mentions to Calvin Ridley, to Higgins, Tank Dell, Christian Kirk, Tyler Lockett, and any other Cowboys receiver. There
1: you go. Um. I can I can sort of get on board with that. Uh I have Stefan Diggs at the top of my list. I really don't respect the Broncos. I think that's really more the issue. Um Amon Ross St. Brown's at two for me, C D Lamb down to three. Mostly it just I mean, he's gonna put up points. I just don't know how much of this will be garbage time. Keenan Allen's coming in at four, Jamar Chase and the potentially bad back at five. Brandon Ayuk, D.K. Metcalf, Adam Sealin, Chris Olave, and Debo Samuel rounding out the top ten.
0: Okay. Um, the ones I'm trying to stay away from this week are DeAndre Hopkins, Devontae Adams, Terry McLaurin, DJ Moore, Marquise Brown, Amari Cooper, a Parker DeMario Douglas combo, Christian Watson, Rondale Robinson, and the Jerry-Judy-Corton-Sutton combo.
1: Okay, a lot of combos. Um, I I wholeheartedly support the the Denver combo, Jerry-Judy at all. Um, also staying away from Jacoby Myers, I don't love the matchup. Jackson Smith and Jigbo, while I like long-term, I don't love this week. Rondale Moore, Jonathan Mingo, Brandon Cooks, I'm maybe less excited about the Cowboys wide receivers than you are, which is not unusual for us. Elijah Moore, Zay Jones, Christian Watson, and Curtis Samuel.
0: Thank you. Uh, quarterback, you like this week?
1: Well, unfortunately, I can't say C.J. Bethard. Um, but, however, uh, Josh Allen, right at the top of the list, Um Joe Burrow is, even though I'm not actually thinking the Bengals will win that game, spoiler alert, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, and Dak Prescott running out my top five, C.J. Stroud, uh, Sam Howell, Trevor Lawrence, Jared Goff, and Brock Purdy running out the top ten.
0: My top ten has uh, Dak Prescott at the top of it, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, C.J. Stroud, Jared Goff, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence, Gino Smith, and Gardner Minshew with an honorable Joshua Dobbs.
1: Joshua Dobbs, look at him. Um, I imagine we're going to have some overlap here on the avoid list. I imagine, unfortunately, Tommy DeVito is on both of our lists. <laughs> I didn't even
0: him because I was thinking nobody in their right mind would start him, period, but... Yeah. Yeah. Maybe all three of your quarterbacks are on bye this
1: week, and uh, we're all injured. That could happen too. Uh, Not loving Aiden O'Connell either. Bryce Bryce Young, Deshaun Watson, Jordan Love, Derek Carr, Kenny Pickett, Taylor Heineke, uh, Kyler Murray, and Jordan Love. Did I say him twice? No. Maybe I did, but there you go.
0: Once but uh, They had said it twice but,
1: I really um, don't Deshaun want to start Watson. him <laughs> <laughs> Yeah
0: Really really don't Love stinks um, Love stinks Sean <laughs> Watson at the top of my avoid list Kyler Murray if he starts Clayton Toon if he doesn't Justin Fields if he starts Tyson Gage if he doesn't uh, Sam yeah. Howell, Russell Wilson Will Levis, Mac Jones Jordan Love I only have him on my list once Aiden O'Connell and Tommy DeVito rounding out what uh, I'm looking to avoid this week.
1: I feel like we're kicking them when they're down, but, you know, someone's got to do it, I guess. <laughs> How
0: about so, tight ends? Should we move on? Tight
1: <laughs> like... ends, uh, Mark
0: Andrews, front and center on my list yes. this week. Yes. Uh, the potentially injured T.J. Hawkinson, number two on my list. Uh, the not-as-of-yet-injured Sam Laporta, three. Jake Ferguson, who had a nice game Saturday, Sunday, and I think we'll have another nice game this week. Dalton Schultz, Johnny Smith, Dalton Kincaid, Kyle Pitts, Evan Engram, and Kate Otten rounding out my top ten uh, honorable mentions to Kylie Branson and Erb Smith, Jr.
1: Oh, like it. Okay. Um, I also have Mark Andrews at the top of my list. Sam Laporta is at two for me. E.J. Hawkinson getting bumped down because I'm just not totally sure how healthy he is. Ribs are a problem. Also, I don't love that Saints defense. Um, Dalton Kincaid at four. Dalton Schultz at five, having a nice renaissance. Um, David Njoku all the way up at six. Evan Ingram, George Kittle, Jake Ferguson, and Cole Komet rounding out the top ten.
0: I've got Logan Thomas who somehow isn't injured Yet and hasn't been for several weeks, which must be a record for him at the top of my It's certainly a record, I
1: think, for us, since we've been doing the show, that he's been healthy. (laughs)
0: Um, Hunter Henry, Cole Komet, Trey McBride, David Njoku, uh, Luke Musgrave, Mike Mayer, Chigga Concord, Daniel Bellinger, and Mike Gasicki, who I gratuitously added to the list when I realized I only had nine tight ends I was trying to avoid this week.
1: And Mike Gusecki had to be the sacrificial lamb. I mean, what disrespect. Um, <laughs> I've got Daniel Dellinger on my list, Tyler Conklin, Connor Hayward, Jawan Johnson, Hunter Henry, et al. So I guess you can lump Mike Gusecki in there too. Irv Smith Jr., Luke Musgrove, Musgrave, Gerald Everett, Kate Otten, and... I actually have Kyle Pitts on my avoid list because I don't know what the hell's going on with Jonu Smith, but he's taking all the yards. <laughs> just, I, I can't predict from one week to the other. I don't want any part of it.
0: All right, uh, defenses do you like this week? If you're streaming, or even if you're not streaming.
1: Uh, unfortunately, I like the Cowboys. That that seems pretty good. Uh, the Ravens, the Jets. Oh, Lord, the Colts. they're at the top of my list too. Yeah, sorry, yeah, I, sorry I,
0: I about that. you Dallas. It's
1: okay. So we've got the Cowboys, the Ravens, the Jets, the Colts, the Bills, Steelers, Bears, Seahawks, Saints, Raiders, and the Packers, believe it or not.
0: I have Dallas, followed by Indianapolis, Pittsburgh, Atlanta, Seattle, Carolina, Baltimore, Tampa Bay, the Jets, and Buffalo. So, uh, pray tell which defense are you avoiding this week, the Giants.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the Giants, the Jaguars, (laughs) the Bengals, the Texans, the Browns, the 49ers, the Falcons, the Patriots, the Vikings, the Panthers. There are going to be some high-scoring games here, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Apparently, you're not a fan of the cap teams this week, except for Detroit.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, but I am all in on Detroit. (laughs) I'm all in on it.
0: All right. That makes up for it. Yeah. Um, For me, the Giants are the one I'm most trying to avoid. Uh, Houston, the Chargers, Cincinnati, and Denver also to be avoided. And uh, slightly lower tier, New England, Cleveland, New Orleans. San Francisco, Arizona, Detroit, and Washington—all defenses wanted to avoid this week. Yeah, there's a
1: lot. There's a lot to avoid out there. Sorry, guys. Defense is a little rough this week. <laughs> okay. uh, game predictions. Let's let's get crazy. Let's see how many we're going to agree on this week. Are uh, we going to agree already, on the Falcons game? <laughs>
0: I've spoiled I think a few. We've already I think we, we spoiled a few already, but uh, anyway, one we didn't mm-hmm.
1: spoil, but um,
0: perhaps should be spoiled with Carolina at Chicago. This game is hard to predict, but not because these teams are both so good. It's more the opposite. Um, I think I'm going to lean Carolina on this just because they have a healthy starting quarterback whom I somewhat trust and Chicago doesn't. So I'm Based on that and that alone, I'm going to go with Carolina to win this five-field goal a pretty low-20 game, Carolina
1: 24, Chicago 21. Okay. Um, I'm going the opposite way, so we are off to a good start already. <laughs> I am taking the Fighting Tyson Bajans et al. And DJ Moore and the crew... And I'm taking them to win by field goal. It's going to take late in the game. I think Chicago's defense is going to be responsible for at least one touchdown because I don't trust Bryce Young as far as I can throw him, which is not very far. And I'm taking Chicago to win twenty-three twenty. Weird stuff happens on Thursdays. Let's just put all of the money on this.
0: <laughs> Sunday morning we have an early game in Munich. And two related um, before yeah. related before so. Indianapolis uh, at, air quotes, uh, New England. Um, And I I just, New England, they're they're a dumpster fire. Indianapolis may not be much better with uh, the situation there, but um, I I still think they're a better team at this point, especially with Jonathan Taylor back and uh, running well. So I'm going to go with Indianapolis to win this pretty easily. I know strange things happen. Abroad, as you often say, but uh, I don't think yes. they'll be too much intrigued about this game. I'll go with Indianapolis by 10 points,
1: 27-17. Okay, we're close. I I've got Indy winning 24-17. Uh, if their defense was just a hair healthier, but I I think Mac Jones is it, this is just this is not working for New England for anybody really involved. And they're pretty beat up, and now we're in Germany. And despite the fact that Gardner Minshew might be drinking his way through Germany, I think that's a man that could probably still win this game hungover. So I'm going to take the Colts.
0: <laughs> so just a quick uh, non um question for you. Um, Bill Belichick, yeah. is he going to be back next year, yes or no?
1: I, I think yes, but... I, I think if they reluctant, yes. What do
0: you okay, think? i going to say no. We'll see where that goes.
1: Yeah. I'm going to love it.
0: move on. Then uh, the Sunday, quote, early games, uh, Baltimore. Very exciting. for this. In what should be a good game, Deshaun Watson, uh, if he were healthier, I think this might be a more um, competitive game. Cleveland's defense will keep it in one minute, but I think Baltimore is just a – Um, healthier, uh, slash better-rounded, more well-rounded team right now, and Lamar Jackson playing at a high level. I I go with uh, Baltimore to win this 27-21.
1: I've got Baltimore winning 23-21. I'm a little concerned about Lamar Jackson just dropping footballs on the ground. I wish that would stop happening. Um, I do think they're a more complete team. I think they are just much more well-rounded, this Cleveland team, Not entirely sure how healthy Deshaun Watson is, and the last time they played Baltimore, he opted out of the game after one interception and almost killed my fantasy week. I'm not at all bitter about that still. But despite the fact Cleveland's got a pretty good run game, I think there's at least one pick six to be had by the Baltimore defense, and that'll ultimately be the difference. It'll be a hard-hitting game, though. I'm excited to watch it. Okay.
0: Another – Game involving an AFC North team, Pittsburgh is hosting Less a day for this. And I'll be <laughs> Sunday early game. Uh, this one is not uh, too high on my must-view list for this weekend. But uh, anyway, since we're giving uh, predicted scores, I'll say that uh, after I learned my lesson last time, I'll go with Pittsburgh to win this home game. I'm not sure there's a the better team, but they do seem to find ways to win. Games uh, at home, so I'll go with Pittsburgh here by touchdown, twenty-four seventeen.
1: I have the same score, which is very scary. I I don't love picking either of these teams. I just think that the Pittsburgh defense will give Jordan Love enough trouble that while this is going to be possibly painful football to watch, I think the Steelers win twenty-four
0: seventeen. Okay, in a game that I think could be one of the more entertaining games. Certainly, Very excited for this. High-scoring games uh, Sunday afternoon, and that's uh, Houston on the road with Cincinnati. C.J. Stroud showing that uh, he may be the head of the quarterback rookie class, uh, which seems to be growing by the week. Uh, Cincinnati Joe Burrow knows a thing or two about uh, being a highly talented rookie quarterback. Um, I just... I don't know. I'm not ready to put Cincinnati in the Super Bowl yet, but I think they're certainly better. Mm -hmm. The team that they've shown the last couple weeks, I think, is certainly more indicative of who they are than the way they started the season. I think Cincinnati, at home, I'm going to predict that they keep the the, uh, momentum going, and I'll pick them to win by a field goal here. I'll say Cincinnati 34 and Houston 31. But uh, I know you're taking yes, me out the other way. Already, uh,
1: I sure am. Um, I, yes, Cincinnati does look better. The Jamar Chase injury concerns me. The offensive line scares the absolute hell out of me. Um, I, I'm still not even entirely sure. I think the Bengals are going to ultimately make the playoffs, but I'm in the minority there, and I know that, and that's fine. The Texans, however, I, they're going to find a way. C.J. Stroud is just awesome right now. It's fun to watch them play football. I never thought that, like, the Tank Dells and Nico Collins of the world were going to be what were winning you fantasy lineups, but here we are, and it is glorious. So, I'm taking Houston. Come from behind twenty-eight 27 It'll be fun to watch.
0: And next up, we've got uh, Minnesota and Josh Dobbs with a full week of uh, practice with the first team under his belt. Yeah. Uh, hosting New Orleans, which... Has a pretty good defense and an underrated offense. I think this will be maybe not a total shootout like Cincinnati-Houston, but I think this will be relatively high scoring. And I'm going to put my mm-hmm. faith on the uh, uh, Josh Dobbs and Minnesota here. You know, especially if Justin Jefferson is able to play. But even if he is, and I think Jordan Addison is enough of a weapon to uh, and T.J. Hawkinson, who again is also not the picture of perfect health at this point, but I think Minnesota has enough weapons that they can overcome New Orleans' defense. So I'm going to pick them to win this by field goal. Minnesota 27, New Orleans 24.
1: I'm going to actually agree with you and take Minnesota. Um, this one I went back and forth a lot about I, because this New Orleans team, well, the offense doesn't really like excite you at all. Alvin Kamara has figured it out. Taysom Hill is working into this lineup. Uh, the defense is what worries me. They were so dominant early, and the last couple of weeks they've given up a ton of rushing yards to quarterbacks, and Josh Dobbs can run. And I think that ends up being the difference here, despite some injuries and people being banged up. Uh, like you said, I think Jordan Addison's going to have a, a pretty big day. I've got Minnesota winning 27-24.
0: Um, Jacksonville hosting San Francisco in what should be one of the better games of the day it's not one of the more high scoring games of the day so you know, Chase Young's had a week and a half now to get acclimated to the 49ers and I think he'll make yeah. their uh, pass rush even that much more formidable but I just think that uh, Jacksonville they're you know, better than I thought they might be at the beginning of the season and, I think even coming off the bye, I'm going to pick them here to win this uh twenty
1: I'm taking San Francisco by ten thirty-three twenty-three. I am less convinced. I like a lot about what Jacksonville's doing. I am not entirely sure that Trevor Lawrence is ready for this San Francisco defense. Uh, and San Francisco, they're getting a little healthier. Things are working a little better. Brock Purdy's not coming off a concussion this week. I think things will will go a lot smoother. This is gonna be more like the offense we're used to seeing. And yeah, I mean Travis Etienne's gonna get you for for a touchdown. That's gonna happen. But Nick Bosa, Chase Young played played in college together. There's already like a natural connection. This is a scary defense that got healthier. They got guys back this week. So I'm taking San Francisco by 10. I I think this is not close for a lot of this game.
0: Uh, Tennessee on the road At Tampa Bay this is another game That I think will be close and maybe not all that Much fun to watch But uh, yeah. anyway you know, Baker Mayfield I just trust Him which is A strange thing to say that I trust Him at least as much He uh, didn't
1: think that was going to be happening <laughs>
0: Yeah And I don't think he'll be having Any yard sales anytime soon But uh I do like, do uh, like those commercials. I um, do like those a lot. To, <laughs> and the wide receiver core just a little bit more, and especially now K-Not, is really a weapon for them. Uh, although with Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. feel we're here
1: 24-21. I'm actually taking Tennessee in a very close one, 23-21. I think that Will LeVess, even going against a very tough defense, I think he's got DeAndre Hopkins, seems to, they seem to mesh pretty darn well. And Derrick Henry is going to make some noise. So I think there's there's just enough here that Tennessee can steal one. But, I, like you said, probably not a terribly fun game to watch and not a lot of scoring.
0: Okay, another game that I'm guessing is not going to be real high up on your um, watching
1: Shockingly no.
0: priority list for this weekend. Nope. Your Janice team, also known as the Atlanta Falcons, uh,
1: yep. traveling to Arizona. And My nemesis. I,
0: <laughs> as, as bad as Atlanta can be, and as much as you, know, you don't trust the quarterback situation right now, I just think there's just too many question marks with Arizona. Sure, could Kyler Murray come back and play like you know vintage Kyler Murray from a few years ago? It could happen, but it's unlikely. Maybe. And, yeah. Uh, James Conner, is he going to come back uh, and be completely healthy and do well? Uh, could be. Trey McBride going to pick up where he left off a couple weeks ago? Could be. But, I mean, there's just too many question marks there for me to pick them to win this game, even at home. So I'm going to go with a final score of uh, the Bijan's 27 and the Cardinals uh, 20.
1: I'm taking the Cardinals 24-20. Again, I really tried hard to get myself to pick Atlanta. Really, really tried it. I like Taylor Heineke. The whole Johnnie Smith thing doesn't make sense, but it's working. I'm into it. They're getting a little healthier with Drake London, but the defense isn't doing a whole heck of a lot. The O-line's not stopping anybody. Taylor Heineke's making dumb decisions. Kyler Murray's probably going to come out and make some dumb decisions, but, like, there's also Rondale Moore running down the sideline, maybe running a little post route, and that seemed to work out pretty okay for them in the past. So maybe it'll work again. I don't know. Maybe Kyler finally wakes up with a chip on his shoulder and wants to prove something that he's not just playing video games and that the whole front office doesn't hate him. I don't know. I think there's just so much weird here that the the weirdest of the weird will somehow prevail. There's just no other logic to it. Okay. Um, and Next it. up is a game I like I'm
0: pretty excited <laughs> to see and that's Detroit at the Chargers I think there will be a lot of offense in this game and even though the Chargers uh, surprised me and um, made my prediction look foolish on Monday night against the Jets and cost me a spot you know, a lot in of a play. weekly victory in a pick and pool and then uh, I, I don't think that uh, they'll be able to do that with Detroit uh, even at home I'm going to go with uh Detroit on the road, uh, 34-27 is, I think, Jared Goff and the receivers and the running, and either David Montgomery or Jameer Gibbs and Sam reporter, they're all going to have big days on Sunday.
1: I like it. I like it. I'm taking the Fighting Motor City Dan Campbells in a close one, 28-24. I think the defenses will be a big factor in this game. If Justin Herbert's hand were healthier, maybe I'd feel a little different, but Detroit just – they find a way. They find a way to win. They're getting healthier. I like it. I just, I'm very excited for this game. Uh, much more excited than uh, you and I should be considering the next game. I think we'd both rather watch the Detroit Chargers game than the Dallas Giants game this week. <laughs> You'd rather watch the Dallas game. Don't give me that. Um, no, they're going to find a way to break my heart. They always do. They always do. I, I just know it. It's, it's the
0: Giants. <laughs> If the Giants somehow win that game, I will. I don't know what I'll do, but uh, I, I don't want know. To a hat I don't know. I don't know what I'll do,
1: but it's going to be bad. <laughs> I'll, I'll
0: go. I'll go buy you a Tommy DeVito jersey or something.
1: There you go. <laughs> maybe maybe I'll be accepted by the people in our area. <laughs> yeah. Oh god.
0: So, I mean, there'll be some anyway, good moments, I'm, but
1: like this feels like not a fair fight. Like Saquon Barkley doesn't deserve this. He just doesn't. You know,
0: um, well, the good thing for him is that he can leave after this season if he wants to. And, yeah. And, and, He's
1: probably you know, got a house on the market already. he one-year
0: contract. Uh, he probably should. But uh, anyway, yeah. I, I don't think this is, a, like you said, a fair fight. Usually I yeah. feel like I'm really going out on a limb if I predict that one team is going to double another team's score. Here I'm actually going to say that the winning team is going to triple the other team's score. So I'm going to go with a final score here of Dallas 42 on the Giants 14. And the real question may be, you know, how did the Giants get to 14 rather than how does Dallas get to 42? An accident
1: maybe? I, I actually picked them to score 17 points. Believe it or not, I have the Cowboys winning 33-17. I think there's going to be a lot of garbage time. I think there might be Cooper Rush time. Hell, maybe Trey Lance time. I don't know. Um, but I, I think Saquon Barkley will just run into something. Maybe Wandale Robinson catches something down the field by accident. I'm, I'm not entirely sure how it happens, but uh, I think there's a a lot of lot of running happening for Dallas. Just a lot of it in the second half. So, yeah.
0: yeah. Tommy DeVito at like quarterback. I think the only thing the Giants receivers might catch this week is COVID.
1: Yeah, which is very possible. Very
0: possible. <laughs> All right. Well at least they have a mask on although it has holes in it, I there you guess. Go. But anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, there's probably a reason the C D C didn't recommend wearing a football face mask. But Yeah, probably not. Um, <laughs> next next up we've got uh Seattle hosting the other Washington's team and that would be the commanders. Um I don't know. The Commanders are a strange team to figure out, but uh, I'm going to go with Seattle here. I think there's just a little more consistency and a little more talent here. I'm going to go with Seattle at home, uh, 27-20.
1: I'm actually taking the Commanders. Uh, Sam Howell and the boys are going to put up 30 points to Seattle's 21. I think their defense is still pretty decent. Granted, it's not Chase Young, it's not Montez Sweat, but it's still works, and that Seattle offensive line is garbage. No offense to you guys, but, like, terrible. Um, I'm worried about Geno Smith's livelihood. He's going to be running a whole lot. They've got some running backs healthy. Hopefully that will help him out. But he's not going to have a ton of time. So I think, I think Sam Howell has a nice day, and I think this is a, a little bit of a blowout here.
0: So okay, next up we've got uh, Las Vegas hosting a New York team for the second week in a row. Hopefully for the yep. New York team, the outcome is a little bit different than it was last week. That doesn't necessarily mean they'll win, but uh, I, I think last week was just the perfect storm for the Raiders. I like, you know, Max Crosby. I like Josh Jacobs and like Devontae Adams and Jacoby Myers. But, you know, it was just mm-hmm. – it's it's still the Raiders. You know, I, I hope Antonio yeah. Pierce, the former Giants as well as a coach. But uh, I just – think that uh, the Jets have a little more to play for here, and um, you know, I guess technically they're still in the playoff hunt, although the chances are, are not yeah, great. But uh, they I'll go with the Jets terrible. to win this by a field goal uh, 24-21, keep their swing chances both. alive.
1: Also giving them uh, a field goal win, twenty three twenty, So we're right on the same page. I think the novelty of Antonio Pius has worn off a little bit. I think this Jets defense is going to make life a little more difficult. Um, I don't think Josh Jacobs is going to have quite the day he did last week. Uh, and probably Brees Hall is the reason that they'll be in position to win this game. So twenty three twenty, go Jets, I guess.
0: They win. There will only be a game behind the Dolphins in the standings, which would be pretty just
1: is actually terrifying.
0: How bad the Jets have been at times, especially the offense without Aaron Rodgers, and how much everybody's talked up the Dolphins this year. But uh, anyway, we'll see. And then uh, Mm -hmm. last, and maybe not least, but pretty close to least, you've got the Buffalo in Denver on Monday (sighs) night. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't sound like a fun game. Uh, I'm picking a relatively close game, but I'm not quite sure why. Um, I, I guess I'm banking on Denver scoring some garbage time points, but I think the final score here is going to be Buffalo 30 and they 21. Josh Allen.
1: 28-16. I'm not even confident in the 16 points, but I mean, this this isn't a fair fight. This is also not must-see TV, unfortunately, but it's Monday night, so we're all going to watch it anyway. Um, hopefully the schedule makers do us a little better next year. Um, before we let you go, and we will in just a moment, uh, a couple of DFS picks for you for the week. You know who to start. We're going to give you some value options because that way you can afford the guys you want to put in your lineup. Quarterback-wise, there's a ton of value this week. Will Levis is great. Kyler Murray, if you're feeling risky. Gardner Minshew, Brock Purdy. Uh, the price on him is so low this week, I don't know why you wouldn't use him. Josh, Josh Dobbs also. At running back, Rashad White. I can't tell you enough how good of an idea this is, uh, how many points he's going to put up. Your ROI is incredible. Tyler Algier, same thing. Even Jalen Warren, if you're looking for a good, good deeper value. At wide receiver, Jahan Dotson, Terry McLaurin, Romeo Dobbs, Rashid Shaheed, all good bets. Tight end, Trey McBride, Jonu Smith, Dalton Schultz. Defensively, the Browns, Bengals, and the Packers are interestingly priced, Um, but it's a tough week for stealing a defense on the DFS uh, circuit, but there's some out there. So we've given you everything you need to win and win your bragging rights in every way, shape, or form. If it's not enough, find us all week long, all over social media, and we will be back with you next Tuesday night at 730, barring any BTR technical difficulties. So thank you so much for listening, guys. Good luck this week, unless you're playing us.